I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope and pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. Don't you love it when maybe the phone rings or you get a text message or a DM on Instagram and someone just says, you know, I'm praying for you. I've been thinking about you. You've really been on my heart today. I super duper enjoy getting those kinds of messages because they, for me, I've noticed they always seem to be right on time. Maybe you have that testimony as well. It's amazing to me how the loving spirit of God, he will put you on somebody's mind, on their heart, and they take the time to reach out. It's such a tiny and loving choice. So for those of you who are listening right now, and you're one of those folks that when you feel that prompting from God to reach out to someone, you do it. Thank you for listening to God and responding with such love and concern and care for the people that he's positioned in your life. You are a blessing. And just in case nobody's told you lately, I'm telling you right now, you know who you are. So this morning, I received a phone call that I missed. I was downstairs making a smoothie because I've I've got this really cool uh, new smoothie maker that I just love. But I was downstairs making a smoothie and my phone rang. So I missed the call. I came back upstairs and I saw that the missed call was from one of my my favorite sisters in the faith. Her name is Susan Brown, and she and her husband, Gary Brown, own a art gallery. And Susan is the founder of Pray Naperville, and she's a nurse. And so she's out these days extra busy because she is one of the kind of healthcare professionals that will actually go to the home of the person who's in recovery from whatever physical ailment. And so she was on the road and she said, God just put me on her heart. And so she gave me a call. I called to write back just excited to know that if I was on her heart, that is a blessed place to be. So we caught up a little bit and had some fun and just a really great conversation about some of the stress that we're all dealing with as we were just now, you know, we're fresh out of the election here in the United States. And there's a lot of conversations that are stressful and strained. And of course, we're still looking for relief from the effects of this pandemic, as many, many people are. So we caught up with one another and and shared some fun moments, but she was mostly interested in how I was doing. And that's one of the things that I love about Susan and Gary. The reason that they are such amazing artists and such a blessing to the community where their art gallery is, is because they have this gift of being able to look at ordinary things and seeing just supernaturally, I'll even say, beautiful works of art in ordinary things. Susan with her photography gift and Gary with working with his hands. And this is one of the most beautiful art studios you'll ever be you'll ever visit. So if you're in the Aurora area or you want to email me or just check out the show notes for today, you'll find a link to the Gary Brown Art Gallery. But I remember when I attended the grand opening celebration where they invited the entire community to come and view several of his pieces. There was live music and he even gifted us with a an art demonstration where he explained how he noticed the top of a broken flagpole and he saw that it looked just like one of those old sci-fi movie Twilight Zone 
kind of rocket ships. So he took that piece that many would consider to be garbage, and he added it to several other pieces, like the parts of one of those old sewing machines I saw there. There was a scrap from a circuit board. I, I immediately noticed that. I, I, I noticed circuitry and, and anything tech. There was a little spray paint and some aluminum sheeting, I think it was, and a plastic robot that he found at an antique shop from, I think, back in the 60s. And this is a toy that was in the shop. So he picked that up and he created out of all these elements, one of the most beautiful pieces of art I've ever seen. I was deeply moved by his way of looking at ordinary, mostly discarded or worthless things and turning them into these amazing pieces of art that inspired contemplation and touched my heart. And he, you know, he's now creating this art out of what some would call previous garbage that is selling for hundreds of dollars, even thousands, I'm sure, in time as he continues to create and share and just trust that he is creating for the audience of one. And you never really know how your words or your work will influence someone else. Maybe you're not, you know, an artist with with things, nuts and bolts or a photographer, but you just never notice how your words or your work is going to touch someone else's heart. And it really doesn't have to be a long conversation. I think Susan and I talked this morning for maybe 25 minutes on her way to see her next patient. It doesn't even have to be an entire art exhibition. Some of the most influential words I've ever heard seem to be happening in passing. I'm reminded of a, a really short conversation that I had with my cousin Charity at my sister's wedding. And I was just really freaking out and so nervous because because um, we had a professional makeup artist as part, she was there to bless us with her gift to help us to look as beautiful as possible as brides, bridesmaids. I was a matron of honor at this wedding, but I was just freaking out because I was wearing a lot of makeup for that big day and I felt insecure. I felt, you know, maybe like I wasn't myself and it really did take 40 minutes. And <laughs> so it was a little weird because I thought, wow, 40 minutes? Um, do I really need that much help? And so it was a little bit, you know, just all over the place. And I had to get it together because I didn't want to do anything to cause any problems at my sister's wedding. So I left the room and I headed to the lobby to pray and to calm my nerves down so I could put the focus back on my sister's special day. And thank God, this is this is totally the Lord. My cousin was there in the lobby. The timing was just perfect. And she she saw the look on my face. She said, Junie, you look so beautiful. And she interrupted my self-focus and my obsession with nervousness and not looking like myself or so I thought. And I felt calmer and I listened. And the next thing she said was really cool. She said, you're already beautiful. The makeup just enhances your beauty. And of course, I, I responded with thank you. And I remember saying after that, you know, we seldom see ourselves as we truly are. So just one sentence, one tiny sentence, followed by another tiny sentence, two tiny sentences calmed me down and helped me put my focus back on the main event, my sister's wonderful day. And I share all of that with you because I believe with all of my heart that humanity, you and I, we are, and even comprehensively, the human family, we are an astounding work of living art. We are each and every one of us beautiful in the sight of God the Father who made us. There are so many scriptures that talk about this, that we are wondrously made. And even one passage in particular that explains that you and I are God's masterpieces. That's Ephesians 2.10, his magnum opus, as, a, as Charlotte said to Wilbur in Charlotte 
Charlotte's web as he looked up confused at the mess it seemed that she was making early that morning on the farm. If you're not familiar with the story of Charlotte's web, Charlotte is a spider. So she's weaving this web. And oh, in this particular scene, she is building out um, her magnum opus, which is the nest for her children that are coming because she knows her days are soon coming to an end. And so things that we sometimes see, just like Gary Brown at the art gallery, sometimes we see as a mess or even a little yucky, you know, God sees it. And in his perspective, he sees something beautiful in you and in me. We are his masterpiece, his magnum opus. And the fun part about all of this, developing this, what I call the tiny habit of finding what's beautiful. If you're in the habit of looking for those things, suddenly, once you curate this habit and walk it out and live it out every day, you can't stop doing it. (laughs) Just like the artist Gary Brown, he's in the habit of hunting for and finding and showcasing the beauty and potential of ordinary, often discarded things. And as a trauma survivor myself, and in my conversations with other complex trauma survivors, you know, we, we often feel that we are discarded or wounded or marred by our trauma and who would want to spend time with us and be with us but we are so wrong in the eyes and perspective of God there's actually an award-winning documentary on prime right now about how this there's another art artist his name is Hank Vergona he commuted six days a week from his home in Queens to his art studio and he was famous for making still life paintings of jars and cans and thousands of people that he made sketches of during his commute with a sharpie on the way to the studio and one of my favorite things in this documentary is a quote where he says there is no difference between experiencing art and experiencing life you just just need to be quiet and let the subject matter become a source of peace. Those things that you see out of the corner of your eye, the things that are the most important things, things maybe you've looked at for for years all around you. It's the beauty that feeds us, the beauty that nourishes our souls, and most importantly, nourishes who we are. And that's how things become extraordinary. One of my favorite passages about this is in Philippians 4, chapter 8. I remember I first read this in high school. It says, I say to you, you'll do best by filling your mind and meditating on things that are noble and true and reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best and not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise and not to curse. Put into practice, the scripture says, what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized, do this. And God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Now that's the message translation. So I invite you to join me in looking for those things that are worthy of praise today. It's one of my all-time favorite tiny habits. And I think that if you try it out and you keep on exercising that muscle of noticing what's beautiful, translating it into praise, you will find that your life comes to life. And you won't help but notice that continually each day, even when you're going through hard times, that praise prescription allows you to see and love God even more than you ever knew you could. And that overflows into love and noticing the beautiful things about the people that he strategically positioned in your life. I want you to know that I am grateful and honored that you would spend some of your time with me here today listening. It's a joy to share in your journey. And I pray for you every day. Just so thankful to God 
for bringing us together. I invite you to stop by JuniFelix.com for a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. You'll also receive updates on my soon coming project with my publisher, NavPress. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.